If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another solo episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Today's topic is related to the no contact rule. You guys obviously know I am a huge fan of the no contact rule. I have many episodes on it, but I really thought this needed its own episode, and actually it was suggested by a very longtime follower of Breakup Bestie. And just as I want to give a little shout out, it's actually someone who I coached years ago. She's happily in a new relationship and has become kind of a mentor in Healing Hearts Club, the Facebook community. So she is always giving the other women advice and really is, she's like my second set of eyes and ears for suggesting topics. So this was one of her episode suggestions. So shout out Victoria. So today, the title of the episode, which obviously you've been able to see is the strength in quotes to go no contact. And this is, I think, a misconception a lot of people have when going no contact. I like to ask people what is stopping them from going no contact. And a lot of people will say, like, I just don't have the strength or I don't have the willpower to do it. And I think this is a misconception we have in a lot of areas of our life. I think we can look at someone who, I don't know, let's just say we want to form any kind of new habit and we say like, oh, wow, that person has like such strong willpower that they're able to to do this. This actually happened a lot when I got sober and, you know, people in my life started seeing like, oh, wow, you've been sober for a long period of time. You must have incredible willpower. And if you guys don't know this about me, before I was breakup bestie. I worked in the health and wellness space. That's something that I went to college for. So I've always been in like the coaching role, whether that's for health and wellness. I also am a certified recovery coach. So I have done a lot of learning and research around the idea of habits, which if we really look at it, no contact is a new habit that we're doing. It's a really hard habit. It's a habit that's tied to a lot of different things. So I don't want to compare like 
going no contact is just like adding in a workout a couple of times a week. It's so much more complex than that. But I do want to kind of take a step back and just be able to classify no contact as forming a new habit. So one thing that I learned pretty early on is we have to think of willpower as a muscle. So it's a muscle that just like you know, even if we looked at the strongest person in the entire world, their muscles at some point do get tired and they do fatigue and they do give out. So you have to realize like there is no one on this planet that has an infinite amount of willpower that just does not exist. So you can't just solely rely on willpower to do anything in your life. So it really comes down to setting up systems for yourself that will eventually make this new habit easier. And when it comes to no contact, first of all, I will say that most people don't want to do it. And, you know, when I I talk about no contact so much that I think people get the idea that I believe it's something really easy. I think it's like, duh, a no-brainer. And yeah, as someone who has years of perspective on this. I do believe it is a no-brainer. However, I can recognize that anyone who's fresh out of a breakup, that's not going to be their first instinct of something that they want to do. So I can first of all recognize that it's very hard. It's very scary. And it's an added element to the already hard process that you're going through of just going through a breakup. So if we just look at the baseline of anyone going through a breakup, already really hard, already a lot of pain. And then we throw in and breakups, you know, every single person probably has anywhere from like two to 10 different added factors that are causing hardship during the breakup. And no contacts definitely can be classified as an added hardship. It is one that is truly an investment and will pay off hugely as time goes on. But it is something that if we look at the beginning of a breakup when you're already going through a lot, it's hard. So I don't ever want to come across that it's easy. There's a reason I talk about it so much because I do believe it needs a lot of guidance. That's why I have a 30-day no contact challenge. That's why I have the Detox Your X course because I do believe it probably requires some hand-holding and that's okay. So that's first and foremost. It's not something where it's like, okay, I'm going to voluntarily choose to do this. So once you get past that part and let's say you are deciding like, okay, I want to do this. Maybe you want to do it because you just, you know, you've heard me talk about how it's the right thing to do. Or maybe you want to try it because you have had a lot of experience on why it does, doesn't does work to stay in contact with your ex. So maybe you're kind of reassessing how you're handling the breakup and you're like, okay, I'm realizing that every time I talk to my ex, I feel terrible. I feel so much worse about the breakup. So now I'm finally going to try no contact. So however you have arrived at the decision to want to do no contact, I'm going to walk us through like how I think a lot of people might approach it and how I would advise you to approach it. And again, like the reason strength is in quotations in the title of this episode is because the process of actually doing no contact has very little to do with strength. It has more to do with your approach, 
the tools that you're approaching it with and your perspective on it. So again, however you arrive at no contact, at some point you just have to start it. You know, it's not, you cannot wait for a time where you're going to feel like you want to do it. There are some people that it's very obvious to them that they don't want to talk to their ex. And that's great. I'm more talking about people who who don't want to do it and who think it's really scary and maybe have tried it multiple times and it just doesn't work. So it's just something where you have to jump before you're ready. Pretty simple as that. And when I talk about having to approach this with a system, I was actually doing a coaching call with someone recently and she was really going back and forth on whether or not she should go no contact with someone. And there were like, you know, some background factors of to put into consideration. And when we finally, you know, reached the point where it was like, yes, it's probably very appropriate to go no contact. She her first instinct was to do kind of a slow fade with the person. And I really don't recommend that because, again, like there's a reason when someone quits something, they usually have to do it cold turkey. This is obviously completely unrelated to breakups, but I'm in the midst of you guys. Most of you know I have almost a year and a half year old and it has come time that we cut bottles from him. And when I asked, you know, my kind of mom community, what should I do? 99% of people said, like, you kind of just have to throw them away, go cold turkey, and then kind of just figure it out from there. So there's a reason that when you're almost trying to quit anything, it is best to do cold turkey. Yeah, it's the hardest in the beginning, but it is something that will make the whole process not last as long. So some people will ask, should you tell your ex that you're going no contact? I think it really depends. I think if you're obviously like if you're talking to your ex every day at this point, you probably should let them know instead of just, you know, going radio silent. But if it's something where you guys did just break up, I think just kind of let it let your actions speak louder than your words and just, you know, show with your actions that you don't want to have any more contact. So that means like whatever you have to do, um, getting them out of your favorites. I do have the Detox Your X checklist and the Detox Your X course, which kind of goes through all of the different steps. It's also in the 30-day no contact challenge. So it goes through all the steps that I would recommend to kind of not only symbolically go like show like I'm going no contact, but also, again, as I'll talk about like kind of the system to have in place it, that will also be an investment in that like system that allows you to stay no contact. So I would kind of make your list of things that you need to do to go no contact and then just do it as quickly as possible, all at once as possible. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is so important to share your thoughts and feelings while going through a breakup, especially if it's something you're feeling any guilt or shame around. I know whenever I'm struggling with a certain thought or situation and I keep it to myself, it gets heavier and heavier and feels harder and harder to manage. I truly believe we are as sick as our secrets. Therapy has always been a safe space for me to have a judgment-free zone to get things off my chest. Whether it's something from my past, a current struggle, or something I'm anxious about in the future, I always feel lighter when I'm able to share something that feels scary. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. If you are a listener of this podcast, you know I warn about how your phone can either be a great tool or a huge obstacle when it comes to getting over your breakup. Instead of spending time on your phone trying to figure out what your ex is up to, why not spend some time engaging in a super fun mystery game that will help take your mind off your breakup? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I am such a big mystery and puzzle fan, so this game has been so fun for me to get into. When I'm looking for a little escape from reality during the day or a way to relax that doesn't involve social media, it's been so fun to use my brain in a new way by diving into June's captivating quest and engaging my sense of observation to find the hidden clues. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. The last time I went through a breakup, I know my mom was someone I was really able to lean on and get support from. She has always been a rock for me through heartbreak and everything in between. And with Mother's Day right around the corner, I wanted to share an idea of something super special that you can gift to your mom. MyLifeInABook.com is a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Every week, they will email your mom a question, and she can either type out an answer or record one. And at the end, mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book, and they can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. I gifted my mom this, and it means so much to me that I can not only learn so many of her stories, but also preserve them for my kids and future generations. My mom has already talked about how fun it's been for her to reflect on her past and think about things that she hasn't in so long. It even prompted her to dig up some old photos from when she was in the newspaper for being the only female mail carrier in Detroit in the 60s. So cool. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code HEARTBREAK at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code HEARTBREAK for 10% off today. You may need a friend that is over at your house or maybe you're on the phone with them while you're doing this. It's great to kind of have that moral support, but it's probably going to be something where you do it and then you have kind of an oh shit moment. I actually recently recorded a video for Instagram on you'll probably have some doubt right after you do it and that's normal. That doesn't mean you made the wrong decision. That's just a very common reaction to someone who who has like set this boundary that's scary and maybe it's not something that you're used to. Boundaries are super scary, especially if you're someone who is like a people pleaser like me. So just know that, again, you're doing this probably before you're ready and it's not really going to be from a place of strength. You're probably just going to do it out of like, okay, I'm just going to rip this mandate off and I'm just going to do it. And you're going to realize that it's probably going to hurt for a period of time. You might feel even worse right after you do it. And that's also okay. That doesn't mean that you made the wrong decision. It also doesn't mean that it's going to feel like this forever. If anything, anytime I talk to people who have done no contact, they're results of feeling less anxious, stronger, and that's actually like a big point that I'm about to get into. The results come relatively quickly, but it will feel rough in the beginning, just like quitting anything. It's going to feel rough. I've had enough experts on this podcast that you know that 
going through a breakup is super similar to going through any kind of physical withdrawal from a substance. It's like breaking an addiction. So you have to realize like a lot of those same kind of symptoms will pop up as you're doing this. So I think the biggest message that I hope you take from this episode is what I'm about to say, which is I don't believe going no contact requires strength. I think it just, again, requires something that you just have to do it before you're ready. But you gain strength from going no contact. That's like the biggest thing that you take away from this. It doesn't take strength to go no contact. It gives you strength to go no contact. And I'll tell you why. A lot of this has to do with like self-esteem. You're doing something esteemable for yourself. You're saying, okay, I know that staying in contact is ultimately hurting me. So I'm going to take this action and show myself that I am worth doing something difficult to get a reward that will benefit me. I believe it's a huge self-esteem booster, especially if you are the people pleaser who has a hard time cutting people out of your life. Again, this this will be like, okay, I'm working on that being a people pleaser. I'm thinking of myself more than I'm thinking about my ex. I'm considering my feelings more than I'm considering their feelings. And here's the thing too, you don't go no contact because you hate your ex or that they deserve to be cut out of your life necessarily. Sometimes that's the case, but you really have to just turn it into I'm doing this for me. I need the space to work on this healing process. And it's I cannot have my ex in this space with me. The other thing that will happen as you go through different days of no contact is, again, we'll go back to this is something that's really hard. And just like when you do something hard in any other area of your life, whether that's try a new workout for the first time, and as you start going more and more, let's use, well, no, I can't use Pilates because I've never gotten good at that. But just anytime you're trying a new skill, a new hobby, a new workout, you get better day by day. And that feels good. It feels really good to do something that was scary. It feels really good to like stick with something that is difficult. So that, again, is going to make you feel stronger every day. The first time that you have a serious temptation to reach out to your ex and you don't do it, and then the next day you're like, oh my God, I did it. I did something that I didn't think I was going to be able to do. Or the first time you hear about something about your ex, which hopefully you don't and you set boundaries with your friends, but if you do hear about it and you don't reach out to them afterwards, again, you're like, oh my God, I didn't think I was going to be able to do that. Or it it happens to be your birthday, your ex's birthday, one of those hard days and you don't reach out to your ex and you're like, oh my God, I did it. That is going to make you feel strong. It's not, again, it's not strength that's keeping you from doing it. It's strength that you get afterwards and that's going to make you feel stronger more confident, have more self-esteem, have more self-worth, and that will carry you through healing from this breakup. So that's honestly like the biggest message from this is I think we really have it backwards on where the strength, where the source of the strength is and where the strength comes from. So the last thing that I want to talk about is so if sticking with no contact doesn't necessarily have to do with strength or willpower, where does it come from? And that, again, is like the systems that you have in place. And the best example I have for this is people will say, does looking at my ex's social media count as breaking no contact? And I would say, no, it does not count as breaking no contact because you're not actually talking to them. However, that's going to make it a lot harder to stick to it. So if, you know, if I'm trying to quit 
drinking and I put I've used this example before, but if I put a glass of wine in front of myself every day, like it's not going to be long before I take a sip of it. There's a saying in AA, like if you hang around the barbershop long enough, you're going to get a haircut. So if you are looking at your ex's social media pretty frequently, it's you're going to be a lot more likely to reach out to them. So you have to, again, put these systems in place. If you have pictures of your ex like readily available on your phone that you're looking at, it's going to be more likely that you reach out to them. So that's why I have the Detox Your Ex checklist that kind of gives you all these different things to keep in mind so they're not front of mind. You're going to think about your ex a lot, but anything that you can cut out of looking at will make you less likely to reach out. That way, again, you're not having to like solely rely on strength and willpower. You have these systems in place that's keeping you somewhat with some blinders on so that way you won't have to utilize that willpower muscle very much. There will be times where you want to reach out to your ex so badly and you are going to have to, you know, rely on that willpower, but again, we don't want to have to fully rely on that for every single temptation we have to reach out because it will get tired and eventually you'll probably break. So the other thing to keep in mind, so you want to keep yourself, again, kind of shielded as much as possible, but you also want to make sure that you do have tools in place for when the temptation comes up. Just because you have declared that you're going no contact does not mean that all of a sudden your temptation to reach out to your ex goes away. That has never happened in the history of the world. You are going to have times where you want to reach out to them. So it's important that you kind of have a plan in place of what you want to do what you're going to do when that temptation comes up. So whether that is you're going to text a friend and let them know what you're thinking about, you take out your journal and you write down what you want to say to your ex, I do really recommend that you don't just keep it all bottled up inside because, again, that's like one of those things the pressure is going to keep building and at some point you're going to pop. So whether that's you're writing it down in a journal, you're telling your friends, but and again, I don't mean to keep bringing it back to the 30 day no contact challenge, but there's a ton of tips in there that I give on how to successfully navigate no contact. But again, that you just have a plan in place. Of, okay, I want to send my ex a text saying, I miss you. I can't believe you ended this. So what am I going to do with that? I'm going to write it down in my journal. Maybe I'll tear it up afterward. I'm going to text my friend and say, Oh, I miss them so much. I want to send this text. And just saying that takes some of the power out of it. They'll say, it's not worth it. And then maybe I'm going to put down my phone and I'm going to go outside. And I'm going to go for a walk. Maybe I'm going to log on to TikTok and just distract myself with funny videos for a half hour. Or I'm going to do the 24-hour rule where I'm going to write down what I want to say. And I'm going to tell myself, okay, if I still want to send this tomorrow, then I can do it. But for now, I'm not going to send the text. I'm going to take it like an hour at a time, day at a time kind of approach. And then tomorrow, I'm going to read what I wanted to write and I'm going to say, oh my gosh, thank God that I didn't send that. So you want to make sure that you do have tools for when the temptation comes up. It would be naive to walk into no contact thinking that you would never want to reach out to your ex because when you do not have like a plan in place and you don't have tools in place, you don't want to go into this like defenseless basically. And again, you don't want to have to just rely on your willpower because you cannot do that. And every time that you do have that temptation that comes up and you use one of your tools and you reach out to a friend, you go for a walk, that is going to give you more and more strength and it's going to make you feel more and more confident that you can continue this journey. So 
that's my spiel on the strength to go no contact. Basically, don't rely on willpower. Rely on tools and systems and know that it's going to be hard. I think when you know it's going to be hard, it's better because then you have like an expectation. If you just walk into it and you're like, this is going to be easy. I don't need any kind of planning. You're going to be kind of hit over the side of the head with that it is difficult. The fact that it's difficult doesn't mean that it's wrong. The fact that it's difficult doesn't mean that you should stop. It just means that it's going to be difficult in the beginning and then it will pay off. I can't tell you how many countless testimonials I have on going no contact. And if anything, anytime I hear about it, people will just say like, I wish I had done it sooner. So I know it works. I can tell you that with a lot of confidence that it does really work. But I do just want to make sure that everyone has this idea that you don't use strength to go no contact, you get strength from going no contact. And I will see you guys back here again next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.